and Rob McGregor welcome you to a place where all kinds of phenomena flourish. Voices whisper, ancient secrets, signs and symbols are abundant. UFOs, ETs, ghosts, and even the dead move about freely. Here we meet authors, researchers, and investigators of the mysterious, the strange, and of the inexplicable anomalies that surround us. Step out of the everyday world and take a journey into the mystical underground. Welcome to the Mystical Underground. Thank you for joining us. I'm Rob McGregor. And Trish McGregor. And our tech magician is John Posey. You can go to our website, phenomena111.com, to find out about our nonfiction books, including the most recent one, Phenomena, Harnessing Your Psychic Abilities. And you can visit our blog at blog.synchrosecrets.com, where we make regular posts. So last week, we held a special event, uh, Bill Holman and the famed Mitchell Hedges' Crystal Skull were back on the Mystical Underground, and Bill led a meditation with the, with the skull that was live-streamed on YouTube. But before we began the meditation, we started with a half-hour discussion about the skull with several people. They included Carol Wilson, a psychic medium who has worked with the skull and received information from it over the years and had some interesting commentary for us. And we also had... Maria Shorten, a visual storyteller and co-owner of 5D Media, and a friend of Bill's, and our longtime friend, uh, Melissa Fordham, who, who was hoping the skull would banish the ghost from her apartment in Brooklyn. Uh, and afterwards, we had a, a short uh, Q&A uh, answer session, and we're presenting it all again right here. So, to find out more about the Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull, you can go to Bill Holman's website, www.mitchell-hedges.com. There's a dash between Mitchell and Hedges. And you, his Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash mhcrystalskull, all one word. Unfortunately, there were some technical issues, so we'll pick up the podcast in progress. I think it's a pretty stunning synchronicity that she died on your birthday. And at, age, at age 100, too. Right. Well, what it was is she found it on January 1st, 1924, which was her 17th birthday. And then she passed it on to me April 11th, uh, 2007, which was my birthday. So that's wow. how that happens. You know, I didn't even think about it at the time. Then, you know, like it was almost like a week later, and I realized, wow, it was a, that was my birthday because it was so, <laughs> everything was happening. And you didn't even realize. Did she give you any particular instruction? She died. Uh, yes, she did. Complete. Yeah. What she Melissa, said, you had a question. What she expected and what she knew. Uh, I'm learning stuff all the time about the skull. Uh, when it was found in 1924 and came out, nobody really knew about it. Some of the the shamans who uh, Mitchell Hedges worked with gave him. A lot, some of the information on it, but they, at the, t you know, they're really, it was kind of, it's been evolving, and uh, we're learning more every day, really. Hmm. So, did uh, Anna want you to you know, make appearances with the skull? Is that one of the things she requested? Did she want it to be out there? Well, here's what she said that you know, if she gave it to a museum, they would put it like in the British Museum between one inch of glass. Um, it's been there for almost a hundred years, and if you look at the, the the British Museum skull, it's very cloudy. It's not hmm. uh, clear like Mitchell Hedges. And she said that you know the the skull needs air and it needs to be around people. It needs love and it gives love. So uh, with that, that's why you know the skull is as far as being perfectly clear. It's it's amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. They call it like holy ice. So, sure. uh, the, Bill, does the uh, skull have anything to say about the pandemic? Uh, let's see. Well, Carol and I have been working. Carol. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, it, it, uh, the pandemic 
is uh, there's a lot of layers of that. And, uh, you know, you can't really just say, oh, this is it and that's it. But uh, it's something that what it's done is it has opened people up to, uh, you know, people are always in a hurry. They're going here, mm-hmm. gotta work, gotta work. now that they've been stuck at home. But with that, they're having a chance to catch up with themselves and really start to open their consciousness. So this pandemic has been a conscious expansion in a lot of ways huh. where people are starting to really, uh, you know, look deeper at the world. And, and I feel that this is a time that where the world is ready. It's the, the age of Aquarius that we're going into. Uh-huh. And it's a time of this higher consciousness, opening this consciousness. So the pandemic had, there's always good with bad things. You just have to sometimes look for them. But mm-hmm. so uh, it's uh, it's really, it's done a lot of changing in the world and changing of the consciousness of the world. It's he, right now people are starting to search and they didn't realize it before, but now that they're, you know, thinking and becoming more aware they're starting to search for what they feel is what is real truth, because uh, truth is sometimes <coughs> in the eyes of the people that write the story, and they're not always exactly historical. And uh-huh. I'm believing now this is a time where we're going back into the real records of his ancient history and starting to understand it, since we're have the technology to find a lot of these sites that are coming out now and also they're finding that the history of the world is a lot different than originally was was told us and the fact is that uh, they were 5,000 years old now we're 7,000 years old but really uh, that's what mainstream media says but really we're much much older than that and uh, if you look at some of the ancient records in the Bible and, and other great in great books and stuff, you'll see where they're talking about uh, entities coming from space. Because you you talk to somebody and you say, "Where's God?" And everybody points up, and they say, "Where's <laughs> the negative?" And they all point down. Well, the thing is, is uh, there's a uh, reason they say it because in their soul memory, it goes back to the fact is that as the Many of the Indian tribes believe that we've been visited many times before. And that, that connection is, is something that shouldn't shake our spirituality, but should make it stronger in the fact right. that we have to really understand who and what we are and what's our full potential here on Earth. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Carol, can you tell us a little bit about your experiences over the years with the skull? How did you get involved? How did you start channeling the skull? <laughs> well, um, back in the late seventies, I was um, working on a project with law enforcement, and um, a, a couple of people were there. And after it was over, they said, uh, "Oh, you know, would you like to see the crystal skull?" And I said, uh, "Crystal skull?" And they said, "Yes." <laughs> I said, uh, not really, thank you. And my, my background is medical, and I could think of, I thought, ooh, awful. And anyway, they, um, then I was working at um, one of the churches, and uh, three of them came up, two and another one, and said, are you sure you wouldn't like to see the, the Hedges skull? And I said, who? And they said, it's a crystal skull. And I said, all oh, right, I remember. Uh, no, no, thank you. No, <laughs> my mind is going a million miles. I'm thinking, what are these people into? You know, skulls and stuff. <laughs> I, no, and that's not me. And the fourth time they approached me, they said, "Okay, would you? Are you really sure you wouldn't like to, to see this skull? Because you know, it's a, it's an archaeology find, and they don't know how old it is." And I said, "Oh, an archaeology find." <laughs> That was a little different, and they said, "Yeah, and they because it's crystal, they can't tell how old it is, and maybe you could do some psychometry." And I thought, "Oh, okay." So I said, "Yes, okay, I'll go." So we, in a snowstorm, we went uh, a few hundred miles, 
and um, I'm <laughs> literally getting out of the car and one of them turns to me and said, oh, by the way, don't say anything psychic because the lady that owns the skull has had some bad um, people coming, claiming they're psychics and doing all kinds of weird stuff. And I thought, oh, great. <laughs> and I wanted to get back in the car and she doesn't like psychics. Okay, uh, great. So anyway, we go to the door and Anna graciously opens the door and we start talking and she says, oh, you're English. I don't see many English people here. And I said, well, actually, I'm Welsh. I was born in Wales. And a voice behind her said, well, that's even better. Come on in. And that was her secretary who was a Welsh woman. Hmm. And so I was in. Not only was I English, but I was also Welsh. And that was <laughs> wonderful. And we spent a lot of time talking English things, etc. And as you walked in the front door, the skull sat on a table. And I looked across at it and I thought, wow, I was expecting, you know, a skull <laughs> with bits of stuff on it. But I thought, wow, that's, you know, it's phenomenal. It's so beautiful. That's all I thought. And I sat and we talked and we talked and we had sandwiches and tea. And, and um, she said, uh, oh, and I'm thinking, OK, now we're going. So she said, oh, I'm sure you would like to see the skull. And she goes and brings it and puts it on a little table in front of us. And uh, I'm not sure, you know, we're, we're looking at it. We're actually in a circle. And these people start saying, as psychic people do, oh, do you see that? Oh, can you see that, man? Can you see that? That looks like this. And, that, and they're, they're chattering away, and I'm looking, and look, I can't see anything. And I thought, oh, you know, this is the emperor's new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing here. They're all seeing all kinds of stuff, and they keep saying to me, Carol, do you see this? Uh, um, I don't really answer. Uh, um, oh, mm, which when I don't agree, that's what I always do. Ah, mm. <laughs> and I thought, you know, if I put my, if I close my eyes, put I had my head in my hand on, on the arm of her sofa, they'll think I'm doing something very profound and they'll leave me alone. <laughs> so I closed my eyes and the next thing I knew, I heard this noise and I thought, oh, geez, I've fallen asleep and I've been snoring. <laughs> How do I get out of this? I'm thinking with my eyes closed. <clears throat> anyway, they said, isn't that wonderful? So I said, yes, isn't it? They said, oh, did you hear that? I said, hear what? And they said, what? Well, oh, this, that... It came from the skull. And I said, what, what do you mean? And they clicked on a, a recorder that they had there, and there's this voice. And I looked at Sammy, and I said, Anna, I said, oh, you, so you did know the history. And she said, that's not me. That's you, dear. I said, no, oh my God. That's not my voice. And she said, uh, yes, it is. And they had two tapes. That means two hours hmm. um, right off the bat. And I thought, oh. okay, um, this is, I'm not getting into this. This is not something I do, not something I want to do. And I thanked her very graciously, and we left. What did and the voice sound like? It's very, um, from what I remember, mechanical. It's, hmm. it, I don't know, Bill, what does it sound like? Well, it it's, it's like you say, mechanical, but basically, though, it, it talks in its own, it, it sees things di in different wording that we're used to. Uh -huh. okay. So, yeah, we, you know, we have a lot of tapes of you talking, and that's, that's what I would have to say it sounds like, yeah. That's, like, where they get, that's where they worked on the book, The Skull Speaks. Uh -huh. Right. Back so, then, uh, in the 80s. Uh, that <coughs> next weekend... Sammy called and said, hi, dear, would you, <clears throat> would you like to come for tea? And I said, oh, yes, that'd be very nice. So we um, talked about all things English again, and there was a knock at the door, and there were, I don't know, five or six people there, and they said, oh, we'd like to see the skull. And these people had no appointments. She didn't <laughs> know people coming. Oh, yes, she says, come in, come in. And we're, we've got it. You're lucky because there's a lady here that knows all about the skull, and I'm thinking, oh, there's somebody else. <laughs> We sit down, and she says, now, dear, tell them about the skull. And I'm, I'm like, 
uh, Sammy, I, I don't, you know, like, I don't. Uh, and she said, well, just put your hands on it. And I did, and zoom, I was gone. <laughs> and the third time that happened, I said, Sammy, I can't come anymore because something strange is happening. And I don't, you know, this isn't for me. And she said, oh, don't worry, dear. It's, you know, just come for tea. We went again. <laughs> And this time when I went in, I looked at the skull and I swear that it was smiling. And I said, Sammy, does that skull smile? She said, oh, yes, she likes you. I thought, well, it's not your choice. It's just like it was um, something very new and different. Uh, as I, to cut a very long story short, as I got more used to it, I was going up there sometimes twice a week and people were coming and collecting information. Then I went this one time, and there was a, a writer there, and he said, uh, well, he said, we should put this in a book. And Sammy was very excited. Yes, yes, I want to write a book. So uh, we proceeded to uh, take down everything, record everything the skull says, and Bill has all these tapes, hmm. and uh, put it into a book. And we published it in, I think, 1981 to something like that. And in that book, I just found out fairly recently, and I can tell you on page 90, because I haven't read the book, it predicts this pandemic. Hmm. Oh. So did you give a year? I'm sorry? Was, was a year included? Did it say 2020? No, I, I don't, well, I don't think so. I, I, I haven't read hmm. the book. Somebody told me well, about it. It doesn't give years, but it made 10 predictions, um, and each one of them have come true. Huh. That's why back when the book was out of print and you couldn't get it, you were able to buy it on Amazon for $2,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carol got mad about that, so that's why she put it on the e-book. Yeah. <laughs> and if, yes, if you go to Mitchell slash uh, com, is it? No, Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull. So MitchellHedges.com. MitchellHedges.com. Oh, MitchellHedges.com. Right. We're going to be hmm. putting it yeah. up for sale. Yeah. Uh, we also, um, before we put anything into the book, we whatever information is there, we had all kinds of people come and test the information. Oh. Uh, scientists, hmm. medical doctors, <clears throat> uh, you name it. All, all the people who are supposed to be in the know, um, uh -huh. academically came and uh, at one time the people that were going to bring out the Tesla car were, came there they were having all kinds of problems and because we didn't again Tesla car is way in the future we didn't know what they were there for anyway uh, the skull gave them the whole layout of what they were doing wrong why it wasn't working and etc etc Hmm. Uh, now we have a Tesla car. God, that's incredible. Hmm. Melissa, do you have a question? Um, yeah, actually I do. And it kind of goes along with what Bill was saying during his introduction. Um, I think maybe it was even on your podcast that you guys featured uh, the skull in the past. Uh, you discussed uh, how the skull was programmed by a higher being or, or something. Um, and I was thinking a little bit about that, and you had just said that it needs light, it needs people, it needs connections. So does that mean that it's like a living consciousness within the skull, or is it like some form of elevated artificial intelligence? Like, what what do you think, or do you know? Yeah, it's like, like a very advanced computer that works on light and sound as opposed to uh, zero and one technology. The technology is different. And that's why we're having a hard time understanding. We're, nice. There's a, they're just finally coming out with a way of storing uh, information on piezoelectric quartz. And the Mitchell Hedges skull is piezoelectric quartz. And they said that just a little piece of uh, this uh, quartz, they could store 650 terabits on this little oh. piece. With huh. that, the size of the crystal, they, you could, you know, just think of the uh, the amount of uh, knowledge that could be stored here, and the the what they say, the ancients passing on that I hear, they say that 
it was uh, programmed by 12 different uh, Atlantean masters or ancient masters that programmed it with the knowledge of the universe, is what they say. Mm. And if you, if the new technology, which is really amazing because in this, the, the uh, uh, Smithsonian and the British Museum are starting to get behind it as that uh, they're saying that these ancient skulls could be storage devices. And, you know, what they would say that it would take some, some, take the crystal and form it in the shape of a skull, but make it so beautiful that it would be protected over the years. Huh. So wow. uh, we're at that point right now of people are, are moving to a different, a different technology that's kind of really exciting. So what, right now there's so much happening in the world and knowledge is expanding at such a rate. Uh, I think we'll see a lot of different things in a lot of different areas now. What's fascinating is when you, like when we were meditating with it last summer, you really do feel that it's conscious. You yeah. know, you, yeah, I mean, it just... It comes right to you, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Maria, what are you doing with Bill? Explain to us about your plans. Um, so I am part of a video videography company 5d media and we are working with bill and capturing his adventures with the skull and there are still quite a few of the um ancient skulls and ancient artifacts around the world that are still undiscovered that we're very much interested in capturing huh great now is the skull giving you hints <laughs> Does it give you clues <laughs> through Carol? <laughs> <laughs> there are all kinds of clues all over the place. It's really interesting because when you spend time with the skull, it shows up in your dreams. And um, um, just a lot of synchronicity starts to mm -hmm. life around you. And <clears throat> it's really powerful. And what did the... Uh Serpent mounds uh, have to do related to the crystal skull. Yeah. Um, so I was researching serpent mound for a lesson that I was teaching kids. And when I was researching serpent mound, I discovered that so much around serpent mounds is unknown. Hmm. And as I started researching it, um, I came across Bashar's Council of Thirteen, mm -hmm. the Crystal Skulls um, meditation, and I was listening to that, and I started having dreams um, around the Council of Thirteen and Serpent Mound, and then Bashar released a couple months after that that one of the original Crystal Skulls is buried in the area of Serpent Mound. Huh. So, mm -hmm. it's all sort of coming together, <laughs> interestingly. Don't let Spielberg know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I what about... Believe that the skulls reveal themselves when they're ready to, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it'll mm -hmm. hear when it's ready. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Bill or Maria, what uh, you've mentioned to me, both of you have mentioned to me about this birth of a white buffalo. Can you talk a little about, about that and how it fits in? Well, let's see. There's a connection uh, with certain uh, sites and legends around the world. And the white buffalo uh, one is connected to the skull. And they what they call the morning star. Morning star is a symbol that is found at Mayan sites and other ancient sites throughout the world. And these are the ones that are connected with the crystal skull. And so there's a strong drawing to work with those energies at those sites because it's a matter of putting the balance into the planet. And that's what we're working on, that's what we're trying to do. So uh, the white buffalo is, is a one of the important like uh, points in this whole thing of evolution of higher consciousness and with all the things that's coming out now it, it's important to realize 
that as soul, we are all connected. And it's a time to get come together, not be pushed apart. Mm -hmm. We need to come together and work on this universal love that we we can uh, that is there for us, and we can bring into consciousness now. And with that, the skull works like the uh, a channel to bring that energy through. Uh, they, they were talking that now. Carol says that there's uh, these. Is the, the skulls, there's skulls, but there's also uh, something of mind. What's the word of mind? But there's these things, this is set of a skull, this is a receptacle of mind. And there's other receptacles of mind, like there's one in Tibet that looks like a staff that's all connected. There's, there's that there, there are all over the world, but not all of them are crystal skulls. They're there could be this uh, staff. It could be other things. The receptacles of mind and what they are. Huh. We have the knowledge stored in. That's uh, with our uh, thing. We're going to try to do with working with going around to these sacred sacred sites and connecting with them, and also because there are the others. There's a number of skulls that are still uh, not available to the world. We want to try to find as many as we can. Not necessarily to, um, the prophecy is if you get all the skulls together and they, everybody thinks you put them in one room and then all of a sudden, bing, magic happens and everybody's peaceful. But according to the skull, it says that we're capable of having world peace today. The only thing that stops us from that is our consciousnesses. Sure. We got a number of people that are uh, a, a common mind connect these energies together that becomes very strong and it says that if we would work on our consciousness and work together as one, we could have world peace today or tomorrow just like that. Jeez. That's a thing. But we know with life and you're, today you're, oh, we're thinking about good things for the world, but then all of a sudden something happens and you look at the television and there's a negative force that always tries to pull you away from the from uh, being in balance and being able to create positive things. The secret, you know, the entities that have spirit-soul connections, those are the creators that are living here, is to stay in balance. There's a negative group of entities that don't have that connection between soul and spirit. And you can tell that if you're around somebody like that, and you leave, you can hardly walk because they've sucked all hmm. the energy. The only way they get power is by sucking energy away from people that have a connection to their soul and spirit. And so it's important to put, uh, know who you're around and be around the people of like mind and like spirit. Because if you go into the negative, it pulls you out of balance. And if you're out of balance, you're in their control. So the secret hmm. is... Stay in balance and focus forward on what you do want, not what you don't want. And I always say, if you have a choice, you have the good things in your life or bad things, I think I'll go for the good things. And I also go for the adventure, and I also go for the fun. So it's yeah. just a matter of putting your consciousness where you want it. And you have the power. We have more power than you can ever imagine. But we need to realize that we are really capable of creating good stuff in the world. And we need good stuff if you want to keep this world going. <laughs> well, I, I don't understand. Okay, Carol, well, Carol mentioned that in March, the skull, when she was channeling the skull, it predicted the birth of this white buffalo. What, what, what is the significance of the buffalo? The the question to the skull was, you know, what what is happening in uh, the world right now at this time? And uh, the answer was that there has been this porthole that has been opened that by those unknowing that mm -hmm. allow in both negative um, beings, if you will, and um, very little of the positive. Now, it also, in its own terms, explained that 
psychics and people into this kind of stuff are not the only ones who open portals. Okay. It's also done through, um, <clears throat> you always say, governments who mm. are playing with things they don't really understand, don't want to understand. They have a mm -hmm. different agenda. Now, this porthole is open, and hence we have this worldwide um, catastrophe. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad. In all the years I've worked with the skull, it has never, ever said, or the beings have never said uh, that they would um, in any way uh, interfere. They are, their objective was always only ever to share knowledge and to observe. Hmm. However, it did say at this time, this will not be allowed and it will be closed. And the signs of it being closed are the, um, the white buffalo being born, oh. the, the uh, explosion, uh, the earth erupting, and there was another, there were three. Was that in Beirut, you mean? Yeah, there were oh. three signs that the porthole would now be closed and that those that wish to help the planet would start to um, exert some influence. And the significance of the white buffalo being born is that it brings an energy which is revered, uh, which is uh, prayed to or blessed or uh, thought to be holy. And it is um, throughout most of the native tribes, the white buffalo is revered to be the the epitome of, of um, uh, heavenly help being sent mm -hmm. to the earth because it's so rare. Mm -hmm. And so when it happened, um, it's because there has been interaction between uh, those beings that want to see our planet flourish and, and improve. And it allows that energy to be bought in a way that uh, you know, if we had an alien walking around that looked like an alien, everybody would say, oh, there's an alien, and <laughs> try to destroy it or worship it. Uh -huh. However, it comes in the form of a white buffalo, and mm. uh, which is very rare, and has been a, a sign for many eons that uh, something uh, heavenly, if you will, has been attracted to the earth. Hmm. Now, the explosion, um, I can only think, would be the fact that when you close a portal, there's a thunderous great noise, uh -huh. and uh, this is what it probably was. Hmm. I don't remember the other, the other, there yeah, were three things. There's three, I know there's three. Yeah, yeah. it well, usually keeps them in threes. And... You asked oh, no, me. you don't remember. This is bad, you guys. <laughs> you know, Wasn't it the lights in the sky? Well, we wrote oh, lights. Oh, the light, yes, the lights in the sky. Okay. And that had to be searched for, and it was reported. I, I forget where it was reported, but yes, it did happen, and it was all over ancient aliens and YouTube. Right, and, okay. And, so. and just, rec just recently there was a... Uh, a ceremonial of the um, Navajo Indians was being filmed by NBC News, and in the background, right. a UFO moves across the sky, and you can see it clearly. And so that was like a, a sign itself, and it combined with the uh, ancient rituals that were going on at the same moment, it was pretty mm -hmm. impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're about ready to begin with the meditation, Bill. Okay. Let you take over. Let's go. Uh, am yeah. I ready now? Should I start it? Yes. Okay. Well, what we want to do is just get yourself in a comfortable position. And I'm going to try a different breathing pattern. What we're going to do is we're going to take uh, 10 deep breaths quickly. So it'll be like this. It'd be breathe in through your nose. We'll do 10 to start with, and then we're going to go into concentrating on your third eye. So get yourself in a comfortable position. 
Just let yourself relax. As you breathe in, you feel the light and healing going into your body and then just letting out the stress. Light and healing, stress out. Uh, we're going to start 10 breaths together. Ready? Three. One more, and just let yourself relax. As you concentrate on your third eye, let your third eye going up into the heavens, looking up and you see this beautiful white light coming from the heart of the Father. As you look at it, you see it coming down, down, down into the skull, lighting the skull with this light and love. Now as you look down into the earth, deep into the earth, deep into the center of the earth, coming from the center, from the heart of the mother, coming up this beautiful white and sunset pink, universal love, coming up, up, up into the skull, up into the skull, lighting the skull with this light, the lights coming together. From the skull, you feel a beam of light wherever you are, coming from the skull and going into your heart, lighting you up with this light and love. Now, the skulls are multidimensional, and there's 12 skulls connected to the center skull. From the center skull, from Mitchell Hedges' skull, you're going to see a light go out and connect with one and come back, out and come back, out and come back. It's under the sea, in the mountains, wherever it is, out and back, out and back. So all 12 skulls are now connected, and now the connection between each other like a wheel. And as you look down at your hands, you see there's light coming out of your line of hands. And if you focus on it, you can shoot a stream of light. And you can shoot it right now at yourself and just feel it cleansing, healing, releasing all the blockages, all the negativity in yourself. Feel the lightness and feel the freeness. Now you can take that light. If you think about anyone in your family, go to them now. Send the light. Send the love. Give the healing to anyone that you know needs it. Send it. Now, as you see the skull in your mind again, there's a light going down and it's going into the into the sun lines, all the connections all through the earth that connect. And this, the light goes out and if there's any blockages, this gold light will unblock it and heal it. You see it going around the world from the North Pole to the South Pole and everywhere in between. Let the light go out. All the different lines connect them. All the sun lines are connecting, opening. Feel the energy getting stronger in all of them. Go now, it's like pulsing through them. Now, from the ancient time to now, there's pyramids that have been built all over the earth in different times. Some of them are under the sea. Some of them are still buried under the ground where no one knows where they're at. But they're all over the earth in these special places. And each one of them, the ley lines go right underneath them. As you see the ley lines going underneath the skulls, underneath the pyramids, you see the light coming up from the underneath, going up, up, up to the top, up into the heavens and expanding out. This beautiful golden white light surrounding the earth in this healing light, sending light and love. And now you're able to go up with the light, up with the light into the, to the and you're able to go anywhere, anywhere on this plane, anywhere under the earth, in the sea, or in different galaxies. Anywhere you feel you need to go, go now. Send the light, send the healing. Go now.
I'm going to bring you back on the count of five. One, feel the energy coming back into your body. Two, you can feel it in your fingertips as your toes as you come up. Feel the love, feel the light, the universal love going through you from your head to your toe. Three, almost back. Four, coming back up, coming back completely back. And on the count of five, you can open your eyes whenever you're ready. Five has been counted. Open your eyes whenever you're ready. God's love. Connection between the other 12 skulls. God's love to all. That was wonderful. That was great, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Bill, we're we're getting some questions here. Oh, good. I like that. Okay. Does the Mitchell Hedges skull see a coming financial crisis in the United States, either a stock market crash or currency crisis within the near future? That's the first question. Okay, yeah, you know, that's not really my area (laughs) of expertise of, you know, thinking, working on things in the future. But what I'm, because what I'm doing is I'm working on uh, mental states changing the masses, mental states to a positive. And mm. we, what is, you know, says, I want to know the history, what's, what's coming, what's the future. <clears throat> the future is moldable and we can make it any way we want. That's why I said, if you want to make something good, then you're going to have to save balance and create good. If you want bad stuff, well, that's easy to do because we can easily let things come in our mind to make all kinds of things happen. So, uh, uh, you know, and Carol's the one that's good at that, and she has different things. But I think that it's you know there's a lot of things happening right now uh, in the in the finances and everything. They're talking about resets and all kind of things. But uh, you know, the basic thing is you know is working on controlling your mind, control your mind, and put in your life what you want in your life. We are the creators. We have the connection between spirit and uh, mind. And with that, it's the only thing that keeps us from everything we want is ourself and our limitations and blocks that we've put, been put into us since we were children and before. Put in that we can't do this or whatever. You can do or be anything you want. So it's just a matter of uh, finding out what you want and Let's make good things in our life. Let's come together as light workers and make that make some things happen in the world because we're at a very pivotal time where a lot of things could happen. But uh, if we think about the negative, the negative will come to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's make good things happen. That's what I say. Okay, well, the second question, I don't know if... Okay, second question. Does the skull have a prediction for president? <laughs> Does he have a, <laughs> a prediction you know, for the president? Well, I think that's probably something I, sh- if, even if he did, I think I would uh, hold on <laughs> to that one because uh, it's so volatile and there's so many, uh, everything, everybody's strong to such a high level. Mm-hmm. But what the skull works is for uh, universal peace and love. Okay, and bringing the world together, and you know we are this this oh we're this we're that no we're we're all basically one and that the prophecy with the white buffalo is it's at a time when all humanity start acting as one and that's pretty exciting important time because we've never really done it since the history that we our limited history that we know <coughs> and probably the history before us. Because they were kind of a warring group too, so uh, I would say uh, things of planetary alignments make a big difference, and we happen to be born at a very important time right now. And uh, a lot of us have all these special gifts that we brought into this life, but a lot of times we aren't using. So it's a matter of hey, take responsibility and don't hide. But bring your gifts out because you are the leaders. You are the ones that are to here to help humanity at this time that we need help. And if we make good things happen, it's up to us. If you want to make good things happen? I do. So, yeah. That's well, 
I can't really say, oh, is it going to be a stock market crash? Well, uh -huh. you know what? Uh, whatever happens, if we go into it with the right consciousness, it is all a good thing. There's good in everything. So uh, you had mentioned you have to ask Carol about what she thinks about the, that. But I, you know, I'm just kind of focused on that one thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, I have a question for Carol. Uh, what does the skull say? What uh, about its origins? Where it came from? Well, um, if I can just slip back to the last question that was sure. asked, I yeah. think you uh, there's been a misconception. It's not a crystal ball; it's a crystal skull. Uh huh. And it says of itself, it was programmed by uh, twelve of the Atlantean masters, but we have the misconception that Atlantis was a piece of land, a piece of geography. In fact, it was a state of mind, which meant mm -hmm. that there were Atlanteans all over um, the earth, and they um, have programmed in different receptacles, and this is a, it calls itself a receptacle of mind. And if you can imagine a computer that can be activated by certain frequencies, this is what the crystal skull is. And it also says that there are other receptacles of mind. I have a question about that. Yes. Uh, the Atlanteans were human? No. Well, okay. <laughs> human. They were extraterrestrial life. Were they human? Yes. In, in, a, in, a, in a way that we, um, with our limited understanding of humans, one of the biggest predictions it gave out, um, or not a prediction, I'm sorry, uh, lessons that is given out of recent time is that um, you're under the misconception upon your blue planet that everyone is, as you would term, a human in being, which is incorrect. There are many life forms walking amongst you, and not all are as you, and there are many life forms that have no connection to, as you would understand, the spirit self and therefore the soul, which is a connection to creation. Hmm. And they, they, are, they look human, and they, uh, but they don't act in what you and I would consider a humanic way because they can't. They have no conception of it. And all we do is uh, we give them psychiatric names and <laughs> we put them in prison. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And we don't, yeah. we don't cure it, we don't understand it, and never has it been studied except by the very ancient people um, that, hey, these, we are not all, quote, human beings. And to us, uh, do we have a message for the president? Well, I'm sure if the president would like to come and have a session with the Crystal Skull, it would <laughs> certainly speak to him. Um, the person that asked, is there going to be a crash in the stock market or all this financial? You've already created it. The very way you worded your question, you already put some energy into that. Mm. And, and if we can educate people in uh, the way you think uh, affects greatly um, upon the planet. Uh, if, if you have ever owned an animal, a dog or a cat or whatever it might be, they are tremendous at picking up thought patterns. Now, if you want to improve your life, be careful what you think. Govern your thought patterns. And um, that's the way to make change, personally. Mm -hmm. Here's another question. Is the fifth dimension accessible to us right now? Um, who counted and how? <laughs> who counted? <laughs> okay. No, and we, we have all these little say, and, and as the scholars said many times before, you have to understand that they didn't use language. It was all thought communication, telecommunication, thought communication. But they tried to program the skull knowing that we would 
have to have, quote, language. Hmm. And language trips us up a great deal. Even an English person coming to Canada and a Canadian going to the U.S., we have different, quote, words. Hmm. However, our thought patterns are usually uh, quite the same. And it is in um, understanding, like, what you think can become your reality. And we've, we've, we've so far gone away from that because we have artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And from <clears throat> cradle to grave nowadays, the children are sat in front of the TV and uh, the old people watch TV uh, or listen to the radio. And we have become, unfortunately, trained by artificial intelligence. One of the first things you could do to change the world is turn it off. Turn it off. You um, mean the television? <laughs> TV and the radio and anything mm -hmm. that's going to uh, inhibit your positive thinking. One of the messages I did pick up while we were in the meditation, um, and again, I don't know what it means. It said, mark well the, it's already gone. Mark well the, mark well the eagle. Hmm. Observe, uh, no, observe, observe well the eagle. Hmm. Oh. What it means. Okay, here's another question. Um, this is by the same person who asked, uh, does the skull, you know, about the, fi the financial markets and so on, says, but it has predicted the future in the skull speaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's told you, apparently, again, I haven't read the book, but it tells you this will happen, this these are the parameters of which will happen unless you change it. Mm -hmm. And okay. it always said, you have the ability. You have the ability to create. Now create. If you don't, this is, these are the parameters. Mm. Okay, the same person says, yes, be careful of how you think. I understand. But preparing for the future is not a bad thing. No, prepare for the yeah. future by the way you think. Mm hmm and if you think there's going to be a, a financial collapse then you prepare hmm. any other questions not yet let's see who has the ghost that they want to get rid of which of the ladies <laughs> Melissa Melissa <laughs> Yeah, I smudged a little yesterday. I we haven't had any more. The cat seems fine, so we it think was the we're cat okay. who alerted you. Well, I mean, for the past eighteen years we've lived here, and it hasn't been a big problem. You know, things have moved, things have broken. You know, it hasn't been too bad. Um, but yesterday, uh, last week, she saw something that I did not that made her so afraid. She was afraid of me. She was afraid. To be downstairs, she kept looking at the same spot. It, it was it freaked me out too. So I think there's something a little more here today. Hmm. We're working on it. Another question: What is the skull's connection with dolphins? Well, let's see. The the skull has in its cheekbone. Dolphins. It's got the head, the tail, uh -huh. and the fin, one on each side. And wow. So there's the connection to the dolphin. Like in your metaphysical bookstores where you see a crystal ball sitting <coughs> with two dolphins, that's, that's coming out of soul memory, soul memory of the skull, because it has that connection. So the uh, dolphins uh, is, is an intelligence that we... I do not have any real understanding of, but they play an important part in our overall uh, history. You go way back in time, and mm. their connection to human beings uh, 
have, have been really, you know, where there was a real close connection. It's kind of broken away, but it's, you know, things are, you see it coming back. But uh, yeah, there is a strong connection. And it's so strong that they, when they made the skull, they put dolphins in the cheekbones. Huh. That's pretty cool. Uh, Bill, could you tell us about the uh, Blackfoot uh, elders and other tribes that you've worked with, and how do the, how do the indigenous tribes relate to the skull? Okay, each one of the different uh, tribes—not all of them, but a great a number of them—have uh, in their history the belief in the crystal skulls. Uh, a lot of there's several, like the Navajo, the, the Aztec, the Maya, the Aborigines that have the story of the 13 skulls, but in some of the tribes, they have the, story, they have the legend of the seven skulls. So, uh, and so, uh, it, you know, but it's all based similarly around it. So, uh, uh, the, that's just, okay. I had it messed me up. What lost my train of thought? Give me a question. <laughs> I actually, I have a question from Megan for the skull. Yeah, it's a, I just saw that. Go ahead. Oh, did, Go did ahead. you? Okay. She says, um, question for the skull. Is it common for meditations to be stronger because of the energy of the skull? And she uh, said, well, this was one of the strongest meditations I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, well, That's our daughter. It connects to you. And a lot of people, it doesn't matter if you're physically in the room, but even when you're it seems like these these connections video people are feeling in their heart and opening to neck. So the skull has a, a way of it's like a gold band that goes around all the meditators, all the light workers. And while we're doing our meditation, it opens you up to this channel. So you might have felt that, you may not have, but uh, that's that's what uh, you know what, what I've been told. So I heard voices. Yes. I heard voices. And well, I actually at one point took the, the earphone off just because I thought I didn't know where it was coming from. Well, yeah. uh, I think that a lot of it goes into your subconscious mind because the skull talks to some people mind to mind. In other ones, people hear words and stuff. So it just depends. But just take it as a gift of love and... Mm -hmm. And you may, uh, you'll be sleeping and all of a sudden you'll be dreaming about or something or it'll come, you wake up and all of a sudden it'll be in, the questions will come through. So it just, huh. the thing is, don't ever push it. If you try to push it, it doesn't open, it becomes tighter. And if you pull on it easily, it opens right up. So hmm. what I'm saying is, if you just relax and enjoy, you'll get the most out of it. And uh, it, it's, it works on... Uh, each in individual, I find, is, is different. So if I have 10 people in the room, 100 people in the room, each person will get individual what they uh, need, where the next person would get something maybe altogether opposite. And what it usually does is it connects people to their higher self and into the thing that they have these gifts and abilities that they aren't really aware of. And so when you work with the skull and meditate, it brings that out. And so it changes people's lives and they change, but they don't even realize where it, where it started and where it came from. Mm -hmm. but that's the gift of it. It does that. And I send it with uh, universal love to everyone. <clears throat> this woman, said, I think it's a, well, anyway, a commenter said, the skull touched my heart and cleared my mind. Deep tears. Thank you, everyone. Well, that's, that's, that's what we do. God's love. Yeah. Send it out. Yeah. That's great. So it's, it's working really hard now because the legend is that the skulls come out at a time when the world needs help. And I think everybody in this room will agree we definitely need help right now. <laughs> yeah. But it's a help in bringing out our potentials as human beings mm -hmm. and spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience. We're not physical beings having a spiritual experience. So we're coming to our real essence of who and what we are and what we can, what we have the power that we are able to create this life. And that's what we're trying to do. So 
enjoy you being here and take this and and the whole thing is follow what you love. Follow your what you love, you'll be in the right spot and also you'll follow in your purpose in life. Everybody says, I oh, I want to know what I what's my purpose in life? What's my purpose? <laughs> the purpose is simple. If you follow what makes you the happiest, just follow that as your God and it'll put you in a place where there's nothing better you can because you will be doing exactly everything that you're supposed to be doing planet and you will be filling that that thing of oh what am I supposed to do yeah it's supposed to, you're supposed to reach that ability and bring it through you and enjoy it enjoy life so, in other words follow your bliss <laughs> follow your bliss that's right yep. yeah well thank you very wow, much this Bill. Has been great Bill yeah. and Carol and Maria and Melissa. <laughs> yeah, thank you for, yeah, all for participating. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, everybody, and, and enjoy the love, and let's spread it around. We need, the world needs it right now, so yeah. When are you coming back to Florida? <laughs> I'm supposed to be coming back to Florida because there's some interesting stuff there. Some, uh, they, like a, they found a step pyramid that... Uh, is Mayan is probably one of the first in the the North American continent, which uh, mm. and I'd like to work with that energy there because it has has the uh, flower there too. You know the thing that kind mm. of the star, yeah, yeah. So that that's going to be interesting. So yeah, well, well be sure and let us know. Yeah, and it has to do with water. There's a lot of special huh. stuff with water in Florida. Mm. Well, well, good. Let us know, Bill. Oh, I <laughs> we'll do good. another group. Well, hey, we'll come. I, can I come for dinner again? That Absolutely. Sure, yeah. A room. You can come for the night. Yeah. You uh, and the okay. skull. Oh, another potluck. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Was, okay. Yeah, I enjoyed all the people. <clears throat> they love it. Thanks, okay, Carol, thank you. Wherever you are, and thanks, everybody. And good okay. seeing you. And okay. Bye now. Bye now. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to The Mystical Underground. Listen to the podcast at www.themysticalunderground.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Visit the blog, blog.synchrosecrets.com. Visit the book site, phenomena111.com. Send us email, podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical. the coronavirus you've got a lot of fight in you the plasma in your blood can literally save lives please donate plasma now donate donate now go to the fight is in us.org to find out how to donate